Hey everybody, Dan Howard here at Gunnison St. Joe's with our Community Health Podcast. And on today's show, we're going to be talking with Katie Bauman. She's our Cardiac Rehab Coordinator here at Gunnison St. Joe's. And we're going to be talking all about heart health and how you can maintain a healthy heart. Here we go. We're taking off. Hey everybody, welcome back and joining me today is our Cardiac Rehab Coordinator, Cardiac Katie Bauman. Katie, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I gotta say, probably for the people that are at home, like he introduced her as Cardiac Katie. Um, (laughs) So let me explain a little bit for those people that are watching. Katie is new to our rehab department. And there is also another Katie in the in the department, and that's Katie Birch, who does physical therapy. And Katie Bauman, who's joining us today, is Cardiac Katie. That's her nickname. But I I love that when I first heard it, I love that nickname. It makes you I love it like too. Um, it makes you sound like you know you should be on some posse in a John Wynn movie. You know, <laughs> like watch out, boys! It's Cardiac Katie. She's a real heartbreaker, you know. <laughs> anyway, I completely digress. They know who they're talking um, about when they say that. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, like I say, you're new to St. Joe's. You've been here for a couple of months. Um, yep. Before we talk about cardiac rehab and stuff like that, where are you from? What do you do? Like, how did you get into this? Great question. Um, I think this is honestly surprises people the most about me is that I'm not from Wisconsin or the Midwest even at all. I actually grew up and was born and raised in the state of Oregon. Um, I learned after moving here, there's also a, a town in Wisconsin called Oregon. So we're talking about the state West coast. <laughs> um, go Ducks. I um, got my undergraduate degree from Linfield college. Um, after that decided to pursue graduate school. Um, cardiac rehab really spoke to me and it turns out this is the closest program to Oregon is in Wisconsin. Um, so I moved out here naturally, um, <laughs> fell in love with it, fell in love with the state, um, and have been here ever since. So, um, been working in cardiac rehab for, um, a little over a year now, and there's different phases of rehab. Um, and with the schooling, you know, you get into some of those more advanced phases and, um, yeah, it's been great. And when I'm not at the work, um, I love to, you know, be outside, go out and about, get some hiking in, um. I was a swimmer in college, so, you know, that's always a passion of mine. Um, love to cook. Uh, recently, I've been learning how to play piano. So, any anyone knows how to play piano, want to give me some tips? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you know, a lot of people have guessed that I'm not from Wisconsin either. So, um, Really? You don't say. Someone that came from our state, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, the work that you do here is is cardiac rehab and... I know that um, cardiac rehab is, it's, you're mainly dealing with patients that have, uh, are recovering from a cardiac event. Talk to us about cardiac rehab. What, why, is, why is this such, a, such an important piece of the puzzle? Sure. Um, so when I try to explain cardiac rehab, maybe to someone who's unfamiliar with what, what the heck it is, um, I kind of use the analogy that it's very similar to physical therapy, um, but instead of working on your shoulder or your knee, we're working on your heart and your lungs. 
Um, so yeah, after a heart attack, any kind of heart surgery, valve surgery, stent placement, um, heart failure, these kinds of things, we want to really uh, make sure that heart and those lungs are reconditioned and, you know, um, get your overall strength back and get you into a better place um, through that recovery process. So um, generally it's about a 12 to 18 week program. You come in to see me a couple of times a week. Um, it's one of the reasons I love it. I get to know my patients and they get to know me. So yeah, those are the folks who are going to qualify and um, every journey is different, but um, the basic model is the same. And there's, there's different pieces to this to, to kind of agree up. There's, there's, mm-hmm the physical working out bit, but there's also a little bit of this like education stuff as well, which is kind of like therapy too. They want to, they want to work on the the problem physically, but also there's that education piece as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of that education stuff you do? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it, you know, it is an exercise program, like you said, but there's, there's lots more too. Um, we do a lot of education, actually. Uh, the focus is not only on how to exercise, but also how to, um, you know, make some heart healthy lifestyle changes that can impact you for your lifetime rather than just those 12 to 18 weeks you're coming in. Um, so some of the things we talk about are um, nutrition, um, stress management, uh, physical activity is definitely a big one. Um, and a lot of other things too, but those are kind of the heavy hitters. You know, I kind of feel like I need some of that before <laughs> having an event. You know, I mean, we talk so much about the importance of nutrition and, and stress management and all of this kind of stuff. Um, is it, so before we move on, is is cardiac rehab, is it is it covered by insurance? It is. Um, most, uh, so Medicare and most private insurances do cover cardiac rehab um, for if you've had any of those events that we talked about earlier, which is great. And what what kind of events are we talking about? I mean, is it is it anything to do with the heart or is it is it like specific? Very specific it is events? specific. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times, um, you know, it's up, you're going to you may experience a very random event where you land in the hospital for a heart attack. Um you know, they're going to do some, some testing to figure out if there's what's, what caused the heart attack. And sometimes that means you need a heart valve replaced or repaired. It may mean you need bypass surgery um, or those types of things. So very like cardiothoracic surgery or a heart attack, um, but then heart failure as well. Um, and then there's some other um, nuanced diagnoses like stable chest pain. So, you know, they've got, there's no reason for them to go on and do surgery, but you would benefit from an exercise program to manage the chest pain. Um, and those are things that your doctor would know about and know about cardiac rehab and would um, get you into a program if it was appropriate. And you need a referral for this from a provider. You do. Right? Yep. Yep. So if, if there's anybody out there, so if, if, if there's someone out there that has had a cardiac event and is thinking okay i did cardiac rehab i'm like you know can someone i guess i guess what i'm asking is can someone come back into the program for cardiac rehab good question um so insurance does only cover 36 visits if you come in three times a week that's 12 weeks or three months so after the three months um we really strongly encourage Um, the exercise routine that you started in rehab is continued. Um, Obviously, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. 
So uh, that may be a maintenance program run by the same cardiac rehab program where you're still coming into the same space to exercise, but instead of the intense monitoring, uh, you're a little more independent, uh, but it's still kind of motivating you to come in because, you know, if you have questions or something comes up, the, the staff is still there to support you um, or to join a local gym um, or things like that. So cardiac rehab is going to get you started. Um, the education piece is hopefully going to help those uh, lifestyle changes to come about um, and then kind of, you know, we send you out in the world and, um, always there if, if questions come up, but um, that you have the, the tools that they need to to really do well and succeed. So, you know, you kind of mentioned going into the gym and stuff like that. Hmm? Why, how is this, I guess some people are probably out there going, well, you know, why wouldn't I just go to a gym? Right. How, how is this, how is this, it, it, it sounds like it's so much more than just going to a gym and getting a personal trainer. Right. And you hear that a lot. Why, you know, I had a heart attack, but I, I've been going to the gym for years. Why do I need to come to cardiac rehab? I'll just go back to the gym. Um, and the answer really lies in the long-term picture. Uh, there's been, this is cardi cardiac events and um, heart disease is the number one um, studied field besides cancer research over the last four decades. Like it's maintained one of the most studied um, diseases out there. And so we know why this works. Um, so let's say, you know, you've got these 36 sessions or however many your rehab therapist thinks is appropriate. You come to two of them and you say, no, this isn't for me. Well, if you compare that to someone who completes all 36, you know, they go through the program, you know, they're really engaged. Um, they come out on the other side. The person who completes is going to have less hospital readmissions they're going to live longer and they're going to have less, you know, heart complications in the future than the person that either doesn't start or doesn't really come at all. Um, that's huge. Just by coming to the program, you're guaranteed basically to be in the hospital less. It's going to cost you less. You know, you're going to feel better. You're going to be healthier if you, if you com just complete the program. So that's why you don't just go right to a gym right away. Um, mm -hmm. You need, you know, to build these healthy habits over that amount of time um, to see the long-term success. So good question. So, so let's talk, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, healthy habits because, you know, I, it's, it's February. I'm sure there are some people that <laughs> have already given up on their new year's resolutions and like, I'll just, I'll wait until next January and, and start again. Um, are you in that category, uh, Dan? Do we need to <laughs> get down in the gym? Uh, you know, I guess, I mean, I, one, of, one of the tips that I, I learned a few years ago was not to make New Year's resolutions. So I started making birthday resolutions. My birthday's in October. Oh. So I start making resolutions around October and I start thinking, okay, what is it that I want to achieve in the next sure. year just, just to do something different? You know, maybe it's learn a new skill, you know, work out and things like that. And, and I think one of the things that I realized was... Um, is that there's a lot of people that that go into January being like like January first the gym is packed they're like I'm going to work out every day I'm going to work out every day I'm going to do three hours a day I'm going to bench press you know 300 pounds and they they it's not sustainable is right. what I've, what I've realized is and it's kind of like what you talked about earlier is that committing to committing to a long term goal as opposed to immediate satisfaction or immediate progress and committing right. to that like mindset of 
I want to do it more often. Yeah. So what you said, I mean, sums it up very well. It's it's extremely difficult to go from one extreme to the other, from I haven't worked out in months to I'm going to work out every day. That, that doesn't realistically happen, you know, especially over time. So like to answer your question, you know, I generalize that with um, kind of the 80-20 rule. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, it can apply to a lot mm-hmm. of different things, but and especially with lifestyle um, and health, heart healthy lifestyle, um, the idea is eighty percent of the time, you know, you're following your goals um, a- across, you know, nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress, uh, which we can talk a little bit about. Um, and then twenty percent of the time, you're just being a human. You're just living your life, enjoying things, and not feeling, you know, the guilt or uh, the pressure to be at that 100% perfect 100% of the time. That's not realistic. Um, I think our society is is really put that pressure on all of us to be above average all the time when not every single one of us can be above average all the time. So um, that's really the take home message for, for rehab and for preventing um, heart events is if you're doing your best most of the time, that's, that's probably more than enough. Um, so just to kind of, you know, you don't have to be in the gym every day. <laughs> so on these podcasts, I always like to kind of share some tips and tricks and yep. uh, talking about heart health. I like to talk about some stuff that people could be doing now to prevent them having a cardiac event and needing to come and see you. Although you're a wonderful human being, and I'm sure everybody <laughs> that comes and meets you really enjoys spending time with you. But if we could keep people from having those cardiac events that would be that that's really the aim of this this podcast what sure. are your, what are your main tips and tricks and and things that people should be aware of sure um i think you know one of the my biggest um inspirations is is actually you know both of my parents and um one of the reasons i actually got into this field um so i think my dad like a lot of people who have full-time jobs works a desk job and drives 30 minutes one way each way to work, you know, and he, after, you know, he turned 50, he said, Hey, Katie, I know you're in this exercise field. Um, what do I need to be doing? (laughs) You know, I want to be around for a while. I want to be around for grandkids. I want to be, you know, I want to be there for you. And I feel like I could do better. And what do I need to be doing? So, um, I was like, dad, I love that question because there's a lot of things we can do. Um, and one of the biggest things is exercise. So for him, you know, that was investing in, um, time in his day to go for walks after work. Um, he's, he walks for 30 to 60 minutes in a day. I know that's not feasible for everybody, but he would start, he started by doing it on his lunch breaks and then added some in after work too. Um, eventually bought a recumbent bike. Um, when the pandemic started and he didn't feel comfortable going into a public gym. So again, that's not always feasible, but that was a great advantage to, to be able to get that exercise in, um, despite, you know, what was going on in the world. Um, and then the second major change he made was diet. Um, so Dan, I don't know about you, but you know, my diet's not perfect hundred percent of the time. <laughs> you know, I know what I should be doing, but maybe I I'm really craving like, you know, something salty, something sweet. Um, and that's okay. Uh, my, my take home message to my dad was, Hey, you know, if 80% of your meals are following heart healthy guidelines, you know, leaner proteins, you know, getting lots of fruits and vegetables in, um, making sure you're drinking plenty of water. Um, you can have your salty snack here and there. That's okay. 
Um, and he's, he's really taken that to heart. I mean, he's, he's worked very um, diligently. Um, you know, I, I work with patients that had, you know, been able to make these changes too. Um, and it's fun. You get to try new recipes and you get to explore new foods that maybe you wouldn't usually go for. And, um, you know, I feel like if you are able to make those changes in ways, like if you find something you really enjoy, you're going to be more likely to, to keep doing that over time. Um, mm-hmm. Another is stress management. Um, you know, everybody has stress in their day. doesn't matter who you are. Um, but the biggest thing with stress is um, if you're like, you know, you wake up in the morning and you get stuck in traffic. Okay. Your stress might be up a little bit. Um, you get to work, you know, you've got a bunch of emails and phone calls and projects and your stress goes up even more um, and so on and so forth. So it's really not, I can't, sometimes it's unavoidable, like these things that come up, but if you're able to bring yourself back down to that baseline um, through, you know, exercise, through meditation, mindfulness, just doing some deep breathing exercises or focusing on things that do excite you and make you happy, um, whatever that might be. Uh, that's really the key is that managing, you know, getting yourself back down to baseline. Um, you know, there's one, there's one question that's kind of, um, floating around in my head here is mm-hmm. smoking and also vaping as well. We just did um, a presentation at, at Moneywalk School and also um, Western School Districts on vaping and smoking. And I have, you know, friends and family members that have been smoking for years. Talk to me about smoking. How does how does that fit into the, the cardiac equation? Sure. Um, smoking is one of the number one risk factors for heart disease. Um, it's going to put a huge strain on not only your heart, but your blood vessels. It's going to raise your heart rate and blood pressure chronically. Um, and it's it's just it's one of those things that if you come to me and you say, hey, like, I know you're telling me to quit smoking, but I'm not ready to. And I've been smoking for years and it's, it's not going to do me any good to quit. Um, so if you quit and uh, a year from now, your risk for that heart disease actually is cut in half. So that's huge that's very powerful you know it just takes a little bit of time and your risk decreases by 50 percent um and actually after 15 years after quitting smoking um your risk goes back to that of a non-smokers so basically what i'm saying is if you quit now you see immediate benefits that heart rate blood pressure are going to come down um granted this is something very difficult to do and you should not necessarily do it on your own we've got so many resources here at St. Joe's. So um, if you or anyone you know is looking to quit smoking, um, we, we would love to support you through that journey because it, it is very difficult. Um, one of the, the biggest takeaway messages I think I would share with anybody out there listening um, is, you know, I think we've all heard of heart disease um, or heart attacks or you know, surgeries and that kind of thing. Um, but just remember that 90% of the things that cause that first heart attack are things we can change. Um, you have, you have the power, you know, you can go out and do these things. Um, and it's, it's really, um, something that I think is empowering to know, um, that, you know, you, you can modify these factors, um, in a positive way. And, um, I hope it makes you feel better along the way. And like you said earlier, you know, I, I, I'd love when people get to come hang out with me rehab, but I, I hope that, <laughs> you know, if we can keep you out of there, that, that'd be wonderful too. So. And, and I think that just to add to that point, there's no time like the present. I mean, you can start now. It's never too late. You know, you, even if it doesn't matter whether you're 17 or 70, it's never too late to, to kind of make these these changes. So um, inspiring and empowering. Um, thanks very much for uh, hanging with us today, Katie. 
Um, if you've got any questions about anything that you've heard today, uh, please drop them in the comments below and we'll be right back after this break. Happy Valentine's Day, Katie. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Heart Month. <laughs> Staying in. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Date nights, snuggles with the fam, pajama days. You might discover something really great, like quick and easy access to your health care needs. At Gunderson, we're offering more virtual care options and convenience through the MyChart app, delivering the health care you need anytime, anywhere. Gunderson Health System, we're bringing love plus medicine to you. Hey, welcome back. Uh, huge thank you to Katie for joining us today on the podcast talking about heart health uh, for American Heart Month. Um, and while while we were there on the break, I, uh, I was reminded of Gunnison Health System's huge and ever-growing uh, collection of health and wellness articles. You definitely want to check this out. Take a look at gunnisonhealth.org forward slash health dash wellness. And there's just a ton of articles in there all about uh, everything from eating, nutrition, to moving and uh, losing weight. So uh, you definitely want to check that out. So that's all from me for another month. And uh, until next time, take care. We're taking off.